Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. I'm joined by Brad Ellis, Daniel Budworth. Yo. We are recovering from mm. E3, final day. We are recording after everything has concluded. We have now seen Nintendo's E3 2021 direct presentation. Uh, we got a few surprises, and we got some things I think we were definitely hoping to see yeah. Yeah. an update for. And uh, that would be, to me, the most important thing. That Breath of the Wild sequel update. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Finally. But without a name. Still without, without yeah. a name, yeah. We, we do <laughs> not have a name yet. And uh, AJ Anuma, uh, producer of the Legend of Zelda series, can, uh, presented the new trailer, but also let us know after it said 2022 that they are aiming for right. 2022. Right. And uh, there have been some people who have taken to social media who, you know, work in the industry, who might have a little bit more insight, suggesting that might even slip a little bit further than that. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, with no title, it seems like this might actually be a ways off. So. Still, yeah. Geez. Yeah. But we did see a lot of stuff here. This this is... Yeah, it's was, about a minute, really, in terms of, like, actual footage. It felt so long watching it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And now watching it, it seems so brief. I yeah. gotta be honest, but it, it feels like there's a lot hidden in here, and I think they've been very Nintendo has been very careful to selectively show us yeah. certain things in here. So, yeah, what are your initial impressions of this latest update to Breath of the Wild? Uh, it definitely caught me by surprise going up in the air. I know at the first right. trailer we kind of saw this thing of Hyrule Castle going up, but like many others, I was speculating about underground stuff a lot more because of the last teaser trailer we saw with them underground so them just being up in the air was the exact opposite of what i was expecting <laughs> yeah going to the sky because i think everyone was convinced we're going underground yep. we're going yeah. to labyrinths it's yep. gonna be like oh zelda, zelda one, one had all this yeah. stuff underground and zelda two but but i kind of think that different. might be sort of the case it's it's weird because like when i look at the things that are in the sky none of it looks recognizable mm. but because of what we see with hyrule castle i feel like these things, these are chunks that are potentially coming from parts of the map that we're familiar mm -hmm. with. So I'm just not really sure how these two things play together. But it, if you do have, you know, chunks ripped out of the map that we already know, then I think that does leave room to, yeah, have these underground areas yep, to definitely. be able to like jump down there and see what's underneath. Yeah, I don't get the. I've seen people speculate that it is just like parts of the surface being raised up into the ground or sorry into the sky because even even in the trailer both trailers mm -hmm. now we've seen hyrule castle being lifted Listed, up into yeah. the sky but the the visuals of all the islands those, those floating islands don't seem to me they to look resemble, foreign yeah they, they're all this like golden tint mm -hmm. to them and uh they all look very i don't know it looks very distinct as mm -hmm. you, you would say and I just don't get the vibe that it is the surface being lifted into the right. into the sky or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it could like be that. stuff from underground or from just in the sky in general we just didn't even know about. That's right. Well, I think – I don't think – yeah, unless it like somehow lifted down or it came from somewhere else because it, it's pretty obvious, right? When you look up here, <laughs> it's like you wouldn't have missed them. Mm -hmm. They'd have a hard time saying they're like, oh, these were here all along and you just didn't see them. Yeah. You you do a lot of you do spend a lot of time gliding around in Breath of the Wild. Uh, now, 
there are some visual similarities here in tone and style to Skyward Sword, yep, which is egg shaped lamps kind of going on, which is getting yeah. an HD yeah. rear, uh, uh, port connecting it all back again. next month. Right. And on the heels of that announcement for Anuma that they have no other plans besides that and that game watch mm-hmm. uh, collection they're doing to release any other Zelda games as part of the 35th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Why? Why pick Skyward Sword? Um, I mean, this is obviously could just be coincidental, right? But yeah, could be a connection. There's a lot of visual cues here that are making me think that. And one of the things about Skyward Sword's uh, premise is that when you look up, you don't see Skyloft from the mm-hmm. from the surface. It's like even though you see normal clouds, you you do, you're not supposed to see that from the and from the s- sky, you see the clouds. And you can see the surface and below, but you don't see specifics. So it's like maybe there's some right. kind of like but I think the magic thing, thing different going to on. me with that is. We, you know, from the spots where we can see the ground, we are recognizing areas. That is true. We are so seeing that is things that look like things that we know. Key difference. So there is a shot. It's kind of interesting. There is a shot at the end with the Hyrule Castle being levitated up into the air. And in the distance, you can see uh, Hyrule Ridge, uh, the Thundra Plateau roughly area. Mm-hmm. And you don't see anything in the sky above it, but then in a shot earlier in the trailer, you are in the sky looking down. You could see that same area below you. So it does mean these things do suddenly appear mm-hmm. out of nowhere at some point. So Yeah, I wonder if that's just not the beginning of the game. Could be like just further along in the game this stuff happens or something. Yeah, I mean that is definitely a very interesting part of this is you know what what part of this game is the beginning? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, do we have any idea? We we were even talking about uh, Link's hair being different throughout this. You you've you've got kind of like a more wild, loose hair. Yeah, no ponytail-ish hair, and it's like, is that part of a costume? Is that a hat that they're messing around with? Or is, is it, it you is know it punished Link? actually a story yeah. reason for that? Because he's he's also wearing the same kind of outfit that Ganon's wearing at the beginning that we see. With the one sleeve kind of action going on. Well, yeah, and then that goes into my my theory here is that somehow Link is being corrupted by Calamity Ganon. Ganon because you see these flash frames at the beginning. First flash frame you see, you see the corruption just taking Link's arm. And then throughout, in a lot of the gameplay afterwards, you see his arm mm-hmm. with kind of like these, like yep. almost like Twilight Princess, these kind of like squarish, digitalish kind of pattern, like infecting up yeah. his arm. And then this other shot that we see of them like putting some kind of magical binding on his arm, almost to like kind of slow the corruption. I wonder if it's just Sheikah technology, like the Sheikah slate or something like that, because it essentially is his Sheikah slate now. Is his arm? It looks like from a gameplay perspective, it's serving that. Since yeah. You know, like, it's not carrying around the Sheikah slate. Also, it's drawing comparisons. Sorry, it's drawing comparisons to. Uh, 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 Princess Mononoke yes, with Ashitaka even more, yep. <laughs> with being corrupted by the, the boar in mm-hmm. the beginning. Um, so maybe it's drawing some influences from something like that. Uh, they are very careful in the in this new garb Link with this new hairstyle to not show Link's face. Mm-hmm. You see his not face once, in the beginning yeah. in his old garb. And you clearly see shots where he's in his old, more traditional attire from the original game. And then in this new garb that we've been talking about. And... People have been guessing is maybe these two different time periods yep. or, yeah. you know, is, is there like a time jump or maybe something? Maybe like, yeah. one eye is corrupted and has like a Ganon colored mm-hmm. eye or something. Yeah. And that's why they can't show it. Uh, but I think it's a fair point, too, because the shot where you see um, 
like the little bokoblins like on the platform on top of the rock guy uh that looks more like just regular breath of the wild but Mm -hmm. a new enemy and link also looks like regular link so it does make me feel like whether this happens in the story like halfway through the game or you play for five or ten hours and then this happens or it's really interesting to me to see kind of these variations or maybe you'll just be able to put his hair up or down i don't know it could be just something as simple as that i mean he clear so there's a shot where he's falling and he clearly uh his like legs are a little bit more exposed and there's a shot where he's flying mm-hmm. where he's wearing more like wintery like mm-hmm. like heavy padded boots and leggings and it, it, i mean obviously the gear system's probably returning in some form like that so Maybe it's just like a transition between yeah. his gear over time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, not, it's actually we're reading too much into it. But his hairstyle definitely is pretty uniquely different between those two yeah. images. Tony, I think it's just his hair, not a ponytail in the back. He, uh, like Ashitaka, he cuts yeah. the knots. I think and, it's just uh, that. <laughs> he can't come back to, that's <laughs> he like, he can't can't come come back back to Hyrule. He has to <laughs> stay away. <laughs> but the new, yeah, the new outfit or whatever, it does look kind of like a sash. Mm-hmm. Going around like almost it almost like looks like uh, the outfits the, the, in the Team Eco games. That it kind of does, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm getting that vibe actually. I was like, I can't put my finger on it. It does now. look it, like the kid from Last Guardian. There you go. That's it. Exactly <laughs> that. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but let, uh, let's talk about the familiar older stuff really quick. Yeah. Uh, those you talked about, like the Bacoblins, Talus, the um, the enemy encampments. You know. Subtle differences there. I think mm-hmm. they're just going a little bit more intense. You know, mm-hmm. stacking things on top of each other to, yeah. like, just amplify them. The Pacolans had, like, some kind of horn thing on them. I don't know that that's decorative or maybe they've been impacted somehow. So they physically transformed and mm-hmm. by, yeah. by, by, because of something. Um, did any of that, like, give you any, like, hints to maybe... That I'm not so sure about. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of it is maybe just like we have a lot of these. This is going to be in the same world, probably around the same time. We have these enemies ready. Let's just add a few little bells and whistles to them to change them up enough where they feel different from the first game. Like, yeah, there's the horns that you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the Moblin horn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm it. curious if because enemy variety was one of the small criticisms about Breath yeah. of the Wild, yeah. and we are seeing a lot of same enemies mm-hmm. again. I mean, mm-hmm. we do see some unique new ones, mm-hmm. but yeah. there would be some concern about uh, sure. they get to up the variety of the type of moblins and bokoblins in the game, and maybe this is the way of mixing. Yeah, because that that's what they did in a uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Yep, they started to put those weird elemental spins on yep. everything to try and mix things yep. up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. I got um, a problem with that. We do see the two kind of newish abilities. The That's one with the change of stasis, where the, they shoot the the ball back. So, to me, uh, uh, this is how I see it. I don't know if this is how you're seeing it. It's moving in forward time. Everything's moving forward. Link uses his ability to like engulf everything there, specifically the spike ball, yeah. and re- like revert tenet. He like reverse entropies mm. it and sends it backwards through time, or just reverses its momentum. Mm. And it and you see that effect that kind of was in Skyward Sword with the time stones, where this kind of like gray, black and white, right. you know, yeah. monotone or. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah, just yeah, gray, yeah. like washed out. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, it just like expands around where the effect is happening, and I, I wonder, you know, is that just 
one of the unique, unique new abilities, or is that more central to like a core theme in the game? Because there's some things here that make me think that there's potentially some kind of like time traveling mechanic, even if it's not like story related. It's like a central tenet of the gameplay, perhaps yeah. at some point, mm. where because we hear like the weird sound effects that make us think like maybe it's being played in reverse. Uh, you see that thing where he like goes backwards with the water splash and then goes through solid rock yeah that seems teleports. to be like it feels like yeah. that's a way that you get up to the sky i i'm curious time manipulation if you so can like, use that anywhere or if there's certain points where you can are see these that. Yeah, yeah are these related how yeah there's or so if many you're just questions under an island mm -hmm. anywhere and you can like okay that's above me i can go straight up there now so like well, yeah, I mean, man, I'm sorry. Like now I'm going on a tenant rant here. Or like ta Let's tangent. Do it. so it's, it's like about. what? Yeah, what if the sky area is working backwards in time or whatever, mm. and everything on the surface looks like to you, everything looks like it's moving forward, but everything on the surface is going backwards. <laughs> and when you go down there, it flip flops, and maybe that's how you have to like you see a puzzle in the sky area, but like you like it's almost like Majora's Mask style. Like time's already passed, you missed your window. Now go back to the surface oh, okay. and and queue up Reset some stuff, it. and you can solve the puzzle if you go far enough back mm. and like it's light world dark world on like yeah. amp, that's like amped like up. amped up man that would be insane that's why it's taking so long that's why it's, <laughs> yeah, because it's open world yeah, and yeah. They're, now they're doing a two different like planes the the sky and the the surface world it's like oh man this is super ambitious if this is what they're going for obviously i can be completely <laughs> wrong we could be totally uh honest. the other thing that we see is the like the flamethrower on the shield on mm -hmm. the left hand it new, looks like an, uh, an add-on yeah because you could still see the shield that you see right. in earlier shots it is a uh i forget if i pronounce it wrong the the zonai those lizard statue mm -hmm. dragon statue heads mm -hmm. in that uh one southern zone the tropical uh jungle mm -hmm. area yeah forgetting the name right now um so. it looks like there's some like that mythos might come into play here potentially mm. and they were like kind of like this unexplained race we just had all these statues around on mm -hmm. the surface like what was their deal what was their story right. but in terms of gameplay are you going to be able to modify your shield and other gear yeah, to like, have like extra you layers modify your weapons yeah. too like if you get a weapon you can make it a fire or ice type or something maybe specifically like yeah, imbuing like your sword or like your shield with like temporary like like a fire buff or I, like or like on a extra durability or something right. like, like crafting. Like, and yeah, well, also, yeah. I I would kind of think of it because because like you're saying it, it is kind of odd and interesting that you can see the shield underneath of it. But I, I'm guessing that they're probably separate items that just kind of bolt on top of your shield, Maybe. and so then that way, like just gameplay wise, it's simpler that like rather than pulling your shield up, then like okay, you pull your flamethrower up and use that. The other thing I, I I think is worth noting because that item and the enemy kind of take you know center focus, but you are underground at that point. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is underground gameplay. I mean, it could just be a cavern, honestly, right. but like it does invoke you, it's for your the first Earth trailer <laughs> where all that most of that trailer was underground. Yep. You know, Link and Zelda were traveling underground, and you have to. I think at this point, so to say, that's probably the beginning of the game. What's going on down there? And do you go back to? The, is there actually? Yeah. Or is there actually three layers? Is there underground surface and sky? Are they going? Yeah. That could, that would explain why it's taking so case. long. There's, yeah. I just noticed on his, one of his shields. There's like a a similar symbol to the Sheikah one, but it, it was different. It almost looked like an eye, but it's a little different. I know we'll wrap around to it later, but I'm just curious if like if that if that is related to this new. 
civilization tech or whatever that's associated with. Yeah, that's one thing we have not seen any hint of is other characters, other yeah. NPCs. Yeah, like where or where's all the people who you saw in Breath of the Wild? Obviously, it's been some time since the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Civilization was rebuilding. You know, yeah. what, what what are they have? What role are they playing in this? You know, for gameplay wise and also like narratively. And yeah. I, I and obviously they're keeping that under wraps mm-hmm. for, for a good yeah. reason. And uh obviously we'll have to wait a little bit to see what they what they have in store. <laughs> We're not seeing this game until next E three. Yeah. Man. Next E yep. three. <laughs> uh one thing, the glider. Um mm-hmm. this was pointed out on, okay. on Looks social a media. Different. It was yeah, a good great catch real. by the people who caught that. The glider's design is one to one identical oh. to an unused concept Ooh. in the Breath of the Wild uh make uh, the champions uh Oh, the, art book, the book? The oh, book wow. came out. Yeah. There is uh, artwork of Link with that ex- this exact same glider, paraglider, hmm. and it just said, like, we didn't use it with the, like, little, like, streamers that yeah. indicate, like, maybe potentially wind direction. Right. So, and that same uh, lizard head flame thing is also in there as well. Hmm. So it looks like they are taking some concepts that didn't get around to implementing right. in the first game and, and that we now have evidence of in that art book. We're seeing it come to fruition here. We saw and some of that DLC, too. Some of those ideas come in. Yep. So I might suggest people start taking a look at that art <laughs> a little more closely. Might get some uh, insight into some other gameplay uh The aliens mechanisms. we were talking about earlier. Yeah, the, the, UFO, the, the UFOs are coming. Um, Would it be the first time? Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to go. There's still so many questions that I have. I think everyone has. I feel like we just have more questions now than we did before. (laughs) Yeah, like we still don't know if they're going to be like dungeons. There's no no We don't see shrines. I don't see shrines anywhere in this yet. Uh, Two trailers, no shrines. I mean, obviously they could be hiding them. Will there be more traditional style dungeons? Are they going to go for something completely different? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that Sky World does look... Like, it potentially has, like, those ruins or, like, almost, like, I don't know, like, altar-looking things yep. that maybe... Could be shrines yeah. there. Because that was the original premise for Skyward Sword is that the surface was actually supposed to be, a, like, feel like a giant dungeon mm-hmm. that you were right. constantly going through. And maybe this the might sky be, will be that. It fully realized that, yeah. that, that concept. Who knows? Also, like, the depth and scale in some of these shots of Link falling. Like, he's so high up. It's, like, the only game I've seen that does, like, kind of... Length of falling was Gravity Rush, mm-hmm. Gravity Rush right. Two, mm-hmm. which was insane to me. So like the verticality I'm yeah, seeing here game. is actually very impressive to me. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm like I really hope you're, there's no loading between the gra- the surface and the air. I, I really, I really think thing. that there probably isn't, and I think that the you know the skydiving shot kind of shows that in a way, you know that. Yeah, you're you're gonna go from some pretty high places, even higher than these these mm-hmm. sky islands. So, you know how how yeah what what is the the full elevation of this game? It's gonna be crazy. Do you think the Hyrule, the ground will be as big or as big as the first Breath of the Wild? I think so. I think I think you're gonna be able to go to every single part of the original Hyrule Damn. surface. You'll be able to see how it's changed mm-hmm. in certain parts. I think the sky, obviously, from what we've seen, is gonna have like a lot of big elements to it. But yeah, I mean, we talked about all this, but yeah. I do think you will mm-hmm. be able to go to that. Some places they might have changed it so like, oh, 
there is no more like divine beast of whatever. So you can't go into divine beast anymore. Mm-hmm. Or this town has changed. So maybe that one building is no longer there. Like there'll be changes yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, you could. There'll be a, like a day one video of someone going across both Hyrule's, like how Hyrule evolved in Breath of the Wild sequel, <laughs> and like you know, like be a fifteen yeah. minute walk around Hyrule video for sure. Yeah, I think. Well, another thing too is you know we've seen people that have really like you know played around with the physics and and gotten high up into the air in Breath of the Wild and like the distance that you can cover and the elevation you can yeah. get already for a game that's built for the Wii U. Um, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I bet you it's going to be very easy to go 5,000 oh meters. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high, yeah. It'll be, be no sweat, Yo, 50,000 meters. Send it oh in. Oh, my God. Uh, achieve it yourself. Uh, season 3 <laughs> nod right there. You can check that out. YouTube.com slash Easy Eyes. Patreon.com slash Easy Eyes. Sorry. Exclusive. Season 3 is a patron exclusive show. Dollar and up. Uh, you can check it out. Uh, it's episode one, actually. Mm-hmm. You could uh, see Brad and Huber try and glide 5,000 meters in the original Breath of the Wild. And now seeing how I can go in this, it's I like know. casual mode. Yeah, casual Solved. mode now. Uh, there's another part of this that I think is, is interesting from a development standpoint. And it's like they spent all this time like developing this map and creating this perfect sense of, you know, getting over a hill and like, okay, what's over there and what's over there and all of this. And there's got to be something somewhat satisfying about them telling the developers, like, all right, now rip it to shreds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just tear it all up. But use what you've got, but tear it all up and do funky things with it. Yeah. I want you to pay attention to the symbol and the shield coming up, Damiani. Oh, I, I think I've seen it. it like right there. Yeah, it does look. Very similar, similar, but yeah, mm, it doesn't like have like the there's a bunch drop. of like triangles yeah. underneath yeah. it too. It, I mean, obviously there could be, <sighs> you know, like this yeah. technology does reminisce like is reminiscent of Sheikah technology. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's like some lost chapter of like yeah. Sheikah history that's going to be explained here. Obviously, the mural mm-hmm. uh, that we've seen time and time again in the original game also painted on the wall. Uh, yeah, in the first trailer, the first teaser for this sequel. Uh, alluding to potentially, you know, the speculation whether or not that that corpse we see at the beginning being reanimated, whether it's Ganondorf, is mm-hmm. it Rudo, is it Demise, is it something completely different? Like, does this game have like no connection yeah. to the other mainline games? Um, obviously, you know, timeline, storyline debate. Uh, the only information that's ever been stated is that this is at the very end of all the timelines or yeah. whatever. So this sequel should technically be after all of yeah. that. But no, Nintendo likes to change their mind sometimes. Maybe they're like, hey, let's connect this to another game. You know, we have a yeah. great idea. We don't want to be hindered by, you know, past things just in the past. If we have a good gameplay design or design idea, we're going with that. I guess one thing that just makes me think it's Ganon is that the corruption that goes on Link's arm is the same as the corruption from yeah. Breath of the Wild that you see of Ganon's living throughout Hyrule. It's very, it's very, very possible. You know, because yeah. in Breath of the Wild, he took on like just that beast form, like almost like a primeval kind of form and not his human form. So his human form could have been just in the ground, sealed away for a long time while his yeah, I mean, that spirit seems, or that whatever seems to be the case assess- in the first teaser, yeah. 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 Essentially they, got they, out. For some reason Link and Zelda were going deeper underground under Hyrule Castle potentially and it's come across sealed. Yeah. yeah, this seal and 
Zelda series has a history with seals being broken mm-hmm. and evil being unleashed and uh, and having unfortunate consequences. I mean, this evokes so many different like tropes, honestly. Like, because you know, we see Link lying down in a shot with the uh, the arm being like corrupted, becoming mm-hmm. green. So it's like. That's the same thing at the beginning of Breath of the Wild where he was, like, in a chamber for 100 yep. years. Is right. Like, is there another time skip in this because yeah, right. of that? And, you know, or was he not ready for that power? Like, Ocarina of Time, like, eh, you were too young to wield a mass sword. This one, it's like, eh, your body couldn't handle this, so, like, it had to, like, cocoon Go itself and seal itself again. away. Yeah. And now you're ready to use this power. And who knows? I mean, it would be a weird, interesting concept if it really was just Ganondorf. And it like his essence is starting to possess Link, Link yeah. and that's why we're not seeing his face. Yeah. And like that is a maybe there is a mechanic that you have to deal with where you cannot if you certain actions will lead it to consume you faster. Corruption, maybe there's yeah. like an artificial time limit on stuff because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, to add a little bit more tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool ideas. Like the the last thing, I don't know if there's anything else you you two want to talk about, but I want to bring this up because I'm seeing a lot of talk around this. Obviously, there's not enough information to say one way or the right. other, but I do think some people are coming out of this trailer disappointed on one on a may not a small uh, element, but a element that people wanted to maybe get some more information on. Uh, Zelda mm-hmm. herself yeah. uh, looks like she's either falling maybe upward or maybe down into right. a, a, a. She dark looks like hole. she's falling into like a big trench. It looked like yeah. Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade, yeah. like Elsa yeah. falling down. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 what, yeah. like. Oh, is that it for her? Because mm-hmm. uh, people are hoping maybe she'd be playable. People are hoping she'd have a more central role in right. this game. Right, or if not and playable, trailer she does would travel not... with her from that first trailer. Exactly. Yeah. That first trailer made it seem like there's potential for like them working together. This is like a completely different direction. And right. How does it, that make it, Yeah, do you have any thoughts me, about that? It doesn't eliminate the possibility, I guess. Like yeah. That stuff could still easily happen. I feel like we've seen so little of this game still. Like yeah. Especially on a narrative standpoint, I think... Breath of the Wild had a lot more narrative, or quite a bit of narrative, you know, it's like fractured, but there's still plenty of room for Zelda could be included, or a part where you play as her, or something, yeah. or anyone, any of the champions, or anyone else you could still play as. Oh, yeah, I forgot about all that, too. Yep, yep, Like, yep. They are, they're probably still around, doing whatever, maybe, or they're dead, I don't know. Yeah, what is, what is this? Yeah, what are they after? all up to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I mean, again, going back to our little Sky Islands, it it does look like there's some other type of civilization, you know, between the architecture and the little egg lamps that we're seeing it, that don't look like any, that stuff doesn't look like anything from the first game. So I'm curious what that actually references. You know, and like when you, you can see like bits of road and things like that and all these other buildings. Yeah. And this crazy, we didn't even talk about the weird like green yeah, like the turtle robot thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it looks like it's being powered by the same green aura energy that's, like, in your arm mm-hmm. at that one point. And in the first trailer, that was, like, in, in a prisoning or place in the seal mm-hmm. on whoever that yeah. is. Yeah. So, I think there's there's definitely, like, a whole other side of this that, yeah, we're not getting yet. And and a lot of it, you know, might not even necessarily be developed yet because they're they're figuring out abilities. They're figuring out like how you're going to interact with this world, and you know, as Zelda games tend to do, then like they'll f- get the story laid in afterwards. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know the bits of story that we've seen at this point are, are just enough so that they can run with the ideas for how that impacts gameplay. Well, says 2022. 
aiming <laughs> for 2022. Um, hopefully, we don't have to wait another two years to get an update on this. Like we had <laughs> before. Yeah. Uh, obviously, extenuating circumstances are def- were definitely a, a factor mm-hmm. in why it took so long for them to show this off. But also, the other, uh, I think the last big question mark is just. Uh, all the rumors around the supposed Switch Pro and this game being tied to Switch Pro's fate. <sighs> yeah, and I it, I think yeah, as we've seen with Zelda games in the past, I I, I think that the hardware is secondary. <laughs> they they will make this game, and then whatever hardware is available at the time, that's what the game will come hey, out with. The trailer was t- in 1080 <laughs> and it is running at 60 frames in a lot of the, this footage. Like uh, dips in some places, but like. There are parts where it's clearly 60 frames, so it's like, hey, open world Zelda 1080 60. It's uh, not really doesn't seem quite as feasible on OG Switch, so you know we might be getting a glimpse. But hey, you know what? I think we'll hear about it maybe next year. Probably yeah. best, best best case scenario at this point. Yep. Zelda, Zelda wasn't the only. Surprise we got here. I mean, I think everyone was kind of expecting. Yeah, we were, I wouldn't call this a surprise. I think the surprise yeah, is what it ended up being. It's mm-hmm. like sure. so like it managed to surprise us. Like it's intriguing. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as oh, it's just in the same high roll again. It, it it looks new, feels new. Uh, but something that completely came out of left field. Man, talk about bringing back the past and making. Something that was like a a meme at one point right. into reality, uh, and a franchise that everyone thinks is just so neglected by Nintendo, and uh, it kind of almost stole the show. I think uh, at this E3 for Nintendo, Metroid Dread is real. Metroid yeah. Dread is real. Sakamoto <laughs> was was not even like hiding the earlier iterations of it. That was a very interesting talk, and I wish. I wish they had showed some prototype footage because oh, yes. I have like this like foggy memory, and I don't know if it was like some from something that like I saw firsthand at E three on like a, a monitor or if it was something that like somebody else had recorded like IGN or something because remember we always used to like record mm-hmm. footage of those screens, yep. <laughs> and yeah like when that was a side scrolling DS game, like it felt like like that was real but there was not anything you know officially released for it so we could never really get anything mm. and then metroid prime had that little teaser in oh, there. corruption yeah or was it, was I, it I don't remember corruption? which game it was but it there was, was, a, there was, was one of the notes. logs yeah. one of the scan logs where yeah. like they had mentioned metroid project dread. yeah metroid project dread near <laughs> completion it's like there you go that's so wait i don't know this dread story what system was Dread supposed to be on? I think DS. DS? Okay. It was either late and, GBA or DS. But okay. yeah, that era. I think it was yeah. supposed to be DS, and then there was like rumors it was like going to be like a Wii game or something. Mm. Or, or, or like when other M was coming around, there were like... Yeah, I, Sakamoto mentioned there's a second time that they started it, and I don't know what platform that was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I would so imagine 3DS curious. or Wii would probably be it, or okay. even still another DS you know, DS, version of it yeah, as well, potentially. But that was in an era where everyone was like post-prime, and everyone's like, well, what's next for Metroid? And this, you know, Metroid Dread was the one gaining a lot of uh, attention because a lot of people were reporting on it, hmm. saying it was in the works, and uh, just never came to be. And uh, a lot of people over time just used to reference, hey, remember that Metroid Dread thing that never happened? Because we would get all these crazy mm-hmm. Nintendo rumors all the time. Yeah. And to see it, it'd be like if we go 19 years into the future and at E3 2040, 
they unveil Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah. And it's like, hey, remember yeah. Star Fox Grand Prix? We were working on it. It's like it's like that insanity. It's like, wait, That's what? Funny. <laughs> Almost twenty years later, um, but it's real. Uh, name aside, uh, on a conceptual level, it is. Uh, just like Samus Returns, the Samus Returns remake of Metroid 2, same style, Mercury Steen developing it, mm-hmm. um, same visual style, uh, you know, side-scrolling, although there's some over-the-shoulder parts with a new perspective for Yeah, aiming. when you, like, charge certain beams and things, it kind of pulls back. It gives you, like, a little more cinematic over-the-shoulder yeah. look. But still that 2.5D with 3D models right. being used. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, in, in terms of atmosphere... The sense of like being hunted by these robots, these thing, these Emmys, mm-hmm. these uh, the, the Galactic Federation apparently created, and why are they hunting Samus? And they are these like, equivalent equivalent of like Resident Evil Tyrant hunting you down. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's only one way that we saw in the treehouse to even stop them. Otherwise, you have to like do like a, a quick time thing to get out of their grasp. Otherwise, you're one shot. You're done. Yeah. And you have to deal with those while you're also still playing normal Metroid exploration. Yeah. 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 Ha, 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 yeah. They're very specific areas that they show up. Yeah. I'm into it, dude. I like the idea. Yeah. How, how, how into it is this? Is that that seemed too overwhelming? Or are you kind I of don't like think digging so. that concept? I think it'll be used well. I don't think it's going to be a constant kind of thing. Yeah. I just feel that. I've got mixed feelings on this game because I, f- I think that in a lot of ways mechanically, you know, there, there's some interesting elements. But number one, I'm I'm really not a fan of the the visual style. Um, mm-hmm. I I f- I feel like it just looks like an uprest 3ds game to me, and I know like there's probably more effects and things and stuff that, that maybe that's oh, yeah, not fair. Play- but I, I just feel like a yeah. lot of the modeling. Yeah, of the right. surfaces and the walls, it mm. just feels very angular. It feels, Got it. you know, like a low poly almost kind of feel mm. to it. And then when you look at something like Hollow Knight or you look at something like Ori and you just like oh, just yeah. stop and just how gorgeous those games are. And like Ori is like bas- basically the same kind of thing. Like it's a 2D game running on a 3D engine. And it's just phenomenal. And that game is on Switch. Mm-hmm. You know? I, until you, for whatever reason, but until you pointed it out, I my mind was just still stuck that this was a 3DS game. And I was like, oh, no, no. And then you're like, oh, yeah, duh, this is a Switch game. It looks identical to 3DS, but I'm like, wait, this is not a 3DS anymore. So now right. that you point that out, I'm like, oh, yeah, why doesn't this look a little this bit better? This game should look actually? a lot better. Uh, it yeah, really should. That is, uh, I was tricked. I was deceived because, you know, I thought Samus Returns for a 3DS game looked pretty good. You know, good for that. But yeah, seeing what is possible, what else has been done already in that uh, in that space, it's hard not to dream about that 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 art style being one of those art styles being employed mm. on yeah. uh, a, a 2D style Metroid game. And you know what, Metroid games are few and far between. I know. Honestly. So yeah. we're we're getting this. So. All right, visually it might be a little bit of a, a letdown in that department, but uh, but yeah, design wise, like gameplay wise, what they were showing off in that, did it feel like it was doing enough different from Samus Returns? They still had like the parry stuff. They it feels about that, more like, fluid. Yeah. I feel like in Samus Returns, and I never, I, I didn't, I never have gotten as far in that game as I want to, but um, I feel like the parry mechanic always felt like it brought things to a halt, and I. Th- I think they've really done a much better job here of keeping the action moving, keeping Samus feel more agile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, you are able to kind of 
parry on the fly. You're able to use it as like a melee attack in other situations. You're able to just slide under enemies to just the point that they've like sliding, yeah. yeah. Move the morph ball to some place later in the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I like that. I really like that. Me you too. also seem to really dig the. Uh, the the water based puzzles they were doing with the volume yeah. of water being drained into different areas like that, and know. I think that's probably is an offshoot of Samus uh, Returns as well because, yeah. you know, the whole premise with uh, Metroid 2's progression the is lava, like you lower the, the lava level or the yeah. acid level or whatever throughout the game, and so I think they already sort of had some of that concept built into the engine, and they're like, okay, so what can we do with this a little bit differently? And so I think this idea of of moving water or moving magma from one area to the next mm. uh, to open up different paths and different opportunities is is part of that, uh, and in a way that's not so strictly linear. Because like with again with Metroid Two, like that was just like essentially opening up the next level, and now it's like okay, let's actually turn this into a mechanic that you can uh, play with a little bit better. Uh, Brad, mm. we got to see some uh, new mechanics on display mm -hmm. as well. Uh, one of them was the was it spider gravity. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what it reminded me of? Spider magnet. Uh, ma yeah. Something like that. Something like that where you could just like, yeah. It really reminded me of the Iron Boots from Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. Yeah. Like thought, the same yeah. kind of like effect going on too. I was just thinking of that. But like Except like, suit. yeah, now your whole body yeah, is your all like, on. yeah, cool. your suit. It, like that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's to me it's clearly a play off the spider ball, except you're not in ball form. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, so. exactly. I kind of I kind of dig that, like just you know taking something and putting a slightly different spin on it. So which again, yeah. because it did Samus Returns, yeah. like mm -hmm. that is already built into the engine. So it's like they just they yeah. just modify how they're using it. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah, that's and that's not a dig against it, but it just kind of shows like it, you know, and and going back to what we we're talking about Breath of the Wild, it shows how like these things that you have. That you can then like look at that with fresh eyes and like, okay, what what can we take this part of something that's already built, something that was already maybe hard to make work, and do something different with it. Mm -hmm. The other thing I found unique was the uh, the Omega Cannon, the one thing that can fight back against enemies because of like how long you have to charge it up. Mm -hmm. So obviously the one the time they just uh, demonstrated on Treehouse, they had a lot of. Like they left enough space, the room design let it seem like it was a little bit easier. I'm sure there are gonna be like more frantic situations mm -hmm. where you don't have that time. That's and what you I have want. to solve a puzzle to figure out how to make a, a stretch where you can yeah. have enough time to aim oh, on yeah, and like charge get up some and kind and of fire. Like boulder yeah. to you know, you know, fall down on one of them and and pin them down while you charge or something like that. Yeah. I really want to make a choice in that game where I've burn one of those use one of those cans to defend yourself and i want it to be like almost a survival horror aspect resource mm -hmm. the like, magnum bullet kind of yeah where say. you're like <laughs> do i want to burn this right now or do i want to try to hold on to it and get away from this guy See, that would be amazing if they let you have that level of decision making yeah where it's like you can use this however you see fit but there's only this many in the game and yeah you gotta choose i even hope there's too many Emmys that you can't even destroy them all. That's what I'm hoping too. That's what I'm hoping. Like you have yeah. to pick and choose which ones you want to use it against. And on subsequent playthroughs, like, oh, there was something over here I couldn't get. If I had saved it for this, maybe yeah. I could have got sure. some item over here or secret path. Although I think one of kind of the the Metroid, you know, you know achievements historically is is the hundred percent item. Well, collection, I was so. gonna say is like I hope if you could destroy them all, it's near the very end of the game. 
where it's like you've been through most oh, of the sure. game already. Like, like a hyper beam. Like on a first clean yeah. up, it's want. super hard to find all the charges. So right. like you're more than likely not going to. So on a first playthrough, it's more likely you're gonna have to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Also, as you said, like maybe in a situation like you're in a boss battle, you're really close to beating it, and it's like you have this. Maybe you can actually burn it on a boss and do a lot of damage. Yeah. But now you, <laughs> that's one less shot you got to get the up enemies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also clear. Uh, I'd have to go back and rewatch, but I I think that there are Emmys with different capabilities. It's definitely I think that some like of them that. don't seem to be able to crawl through tunnels while others can. There was one later on that was a different color. That like the first one was white and the later one was green. Green. Uh, so I'm curious how those will play out and and change, you know. Because that can be part of the fear factor as well, right? It's like, okay, you, you start to get comfortable. You think you know how these things work. And then, you know, they can sense you through, like, heat or something. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, so you're now, now your cloaking device is yeah, stupid. It doesn't that, matter anymore. Exactly. Like, yeah. they have infrared or something. Um, I'm almost expecting a part or a sequence to have at least two of them hunting you. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. You, yeah, 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 you feel like you're at the end of the game. I'm so confident. It's like, now... What if you do? What if you have multiple hunting you at the same time? Mm-hmm. Just like that level of franticness. Um, Environment-wise, were you really liking what you saw in terms of like the the different like regions that I mean they didn't show off. Too they really much. only showed yeah. off like Couple. two very small areas. So uh, the lava, the magma switching thing. I, I'm again. I think I'm I'm curious how what how that actually plays out. Um, I'm also curious. Because we're only seeing starter regions, I'm curious how much branching there are, you know, because mm-hmm. it did feel a little bit more straightforward. But that could just be part of not knowing the map. Oh, the one thing I did like with the map is the map doesn't really show you the map. <laughs> oh yeah, you see like these it's big chunks, chunks of like there's this area I over like here, that. but the detail you still have to go through there. So there's a lot more opportunity, I think, for being able to have secrets feel more secretive. I think there's a lot of times in Metroidvania games where like you see where the map is and like, okay, well, there's going to be like some dotted line here or whatever. Yeah, sure. where there's another yeah. pathway to go up there. And with this, I think that might not necessarily be the case. It might not be as easy as just like tracing the edges mm-hmm. to figure out where something might be hidden. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope they stick to, to that. Yeah, that looks uh, way more enticing, honestly, because, you know, older Metro games have already done the other style, as you said, so it would be nice to, you know, get a little bit more lost and have to, like, mm-hmm. fumble away. I mean, the ex- uh, the extreme of that, I think, is, uh, like, uh, a Hollow Knight, because oh. you, you have to even use an item to even see them at yeah. that point, so it's like, it really is going to cost you if you want to, like, track stuff. I don't know if they'll stuff. get that obscure. Oh, I, I, I think that went a little too far. Uh, that game, you get a little too lost, but, I mean, that's what they wanted to go for. This, I hope, is just, like, somewhere in between mm-hmm. those two right. extremes, for sure. Uh, they did acknowledge they did acknowledge uh metro prime 4's existence again they said it's <laughs> right. still in development uh, it did get a nod um but it does sound like maybe next year we'll hear about it possibly yep. or you know it's even further out than uh breath of the wild, wild sequel yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's a ways away mm-hmm. but it was still nice to hear them still cooking though talk about acknowledged, it yeah. you know yeah um those are probably the two biggest things i will say uh i do want to say i was really surprised at some things that weren't there namely 
Uh, no Bayonetta three. Like no Bayonetta I have no idea what to think at this point. Like where like they get Kamiya can tell me it's coming along just nicely. I don't believe you, dude. I, I you need to show something, man. It is yeah. it come on. Like, where is this game? Uh, a little surprised about that. Wasn't too surprised about like uh, no Splatoon three. Uh, right. None of the no, no Pokemon Diamond Pearl. No Pokemon Arceus in there. No Mario Kart. Everyone knows I, the new deep Mario down, Kart. I was still holding out hope there's for still Mario Kart. Hope for there's Mario still, Kart, I mean, yep. there's still next year or something. They're, they got to have a yeah, lot of games. Same thing every year. But <laughs> so there, next there year. was another nice surprise there. There were a lot of good surprises, but this one I think spoke to especially you as well, Budworth. Uh, Advance Wars. Yeah, making a neat. making a comeback yeah. here. Dude, thanks I did to not a, think we'd see that series ever again. Way forward. Helming this uh this remake. Wait, Wave Four is making the Advance Wars. I believe that's what was said. I'll, I'll double check while you talk about how. Uh, yeah, it's yeah double do, check because I didn't I didn't catch that or it is or, a or new. Forgot or uh, it's the older. It's the first two. two first yeah, two first games. two Advance Wars. Plus, there's other stuff that, at, at the end of the Treehouse thing they're talking about like multiplayer and and other mm -hmm. features and things like that. So I think there's a lot more. Uh, that goes beyond what we've seen today that they're not getting into quite yet. Um, it's coming out December 3rd. Uh, but yeah, we saw two missions from the original Advance Wars uh, today. Silicon Air contacted Nintendo and confirmed that WayForward is developing Advance Wars 1 plus 2 reboot with intelligent systems and Nintendo support and advice. Huh. Hmm. Great. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the, the look of it. Um, I think it does a really great job of keeping the feel of those original games while making it look very sharp and mm -hmm. modern. Uh, I like the uh, the animated things when they use their CO powers. Um, I like how the little portraits will move and stuff, and they're not just static. Uh, there's a lot of little detail in there to appreciate with all the animations, uh, even the ones that you're eventually going to turn off after 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I know Fire Emblem. I know what you're, what's yeah, going to yeah, happen yeah. heavily here. Uh, I will say I have not played these two games. Ooh. I've only played Battalion Wars. The oh, wow. The, yeah, the, both of them. It's the, not uh, quite yeah, like the, those. They're very that, different games. I know yeah. they're different, but yeah. I really love those two games. I really love Fire Emblem. I've Really wanted to play these two games, and now perfect opportunity. No, yeah, no excuse to skip this now. Yep. So I am thrilled that these are coming back. Um, and this series, this is a series people have just been asking Beloved. for them to like. Yeah. I think like this, so many series people ask Nintendo to please revisit to give it another chance, or just right. you know show it some love. Well, and and the name yeah. is a very intentional name that I I you know obviously there's a pun there, but reboot camp. That implies more than just this game. You know, to me, that says, like, hey, we're going to start working with this series again. And That's this the is the first bit. taste. This is the way to get the people that know the franchise to, to you know, get that nostalgia factor and to reintroduce people now that, you know, Switch is just a mega hit. Um, hey. So, yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what comes after this. I am all for this. Mm -hmm. And, uh... This gives, you know, this gives me hope. Next up is going to be Golden Sun. They're going to get <gasps> Golden Sun remakes coming up. Yeah, that's their game the, after Baller Your Golf. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's happening. Uh, yeah, there there was a lot of stuff in this uh, direct. Actually, there was way more than I thought was going to be in here mm -hmm. that they, they they crammed into this forty minute presentation. 
Um, is there any other surprises that stood out to you? Uh, um, WarioWare was a surprise. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. WarioWare, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was definitely, you know, a fun, unexpected thing to come mm-hmm. up. You know, obviously, they're just oh, man. quick yeah. little party games. Uh, but I think, yeah, the the handheld side of the Switch has, has not had as much of, of that kind of thing. So it's nice to see something like that that, yeah, you can just you, you can play that on a commute or something and, mm-hmm. and and really have some fun. And then the co-op uh, ability to – Right. Like something, something like that. Like either one of you just doesn't get it. Like the other one is screwed. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Um, I think the Super Monkey Ball remakes uh, were a surprise. And even though they're just remakes, those are great games to, to have around, great mini games to have around as well. Um, uh, we got the Tekken crossover with Smash. Yeah, that is so many not, uh, not unexpected franchises like, in there now. Yeah, very awesome that we have now so many fighting game series represented. It almost makes me really wish the last fighter would be a Mortal Kombat. Like, <laughs> yeah, just to <laughs> like kind of almost complete that historical legacy of all these everybody old school fighters. Yeah, yeah that would be everyone is really there. But uh, we'll be getting a 40-minute uh, Sakurai uh, yeah. presents for uh, for that on uh, June 28th or 25th. If I, uh, uh, it's the end 28th, of one of those days. 28, 28. And, yeah. Um, so we'll be seeing that, and we still got one more fighter to go. So mm-hmm. obviously that'll be coming down the line. I'll say for Huber, Sora. That's what he wants. Yeah. We well, <laughs> don't think it's Sora, but Sora's, for Huber. Yeah. And for, we got a really. Huber. A uh, solid look at uh, Shimigami Tensei Five. Yeah, that was something that uh, I feel like play. that series needed. They needed yeah. this big showing. Uh, it, I think, a lot of people are impre- veterans were very impressed with what they saw uh, from what I saw mm-hmm. on social media. Um, people love that that fuse protagonist. Like it's like <laughs> everyone is just like really digging it, and uh, I think a lot of newcomers are you know catching this buzz and are going to like pay attention yeah. to this. Also because it's new, it's a JC2 well, yeah. well, persona. The, the, yeah, the, exactly. The three HD yeah. re-release. And that. Know, yeah, and I think that's that. really like kind of clued people into like, okay, I've missed this before Persona came around. What is the main series like? You get an idea and you know, you see that and it's a very old looking game and then you see five and like, oh, okay, here we go. Like it's not, you know, mm. it's not cutting edge, but it's still like, Okay, this is this feels like a modern version of this series, uh, and it's looking really good. Yeah, this is the showcase it needed. A very well presented direct had a Trios live segment. You know that we did a deep dive into it, and yeah, it's uh, I think it's gonna surprise a lot of people when that game finally arrives on a November. Six, eleven, November twelfth. Twelfth. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, the end of the year is getting so crowded with I releases. Know. Like October, there's not like I don't think there's a free day in October right now. We don't. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't. You know can't release no one. Too. No more games in October. It's it's booked. It's reserved. <laughs> it's at capacity. Try November. Maybe December. Yeah, maybe we can fit you in December. But... Stay away from Elden Ring, though. <laughs> Actually, yeah. stay so, away from December, January, please. Yeah, uh, December games suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. that rush. That game of the year rush. <laughs> I'd yeah, rather not. we are getting a deluge of games here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what? Maybe it is best that some of these games are coming out a little bit later in 2022. You know, maybe with all these games already confirmed, 
know, uh, Breath of the Wild sequel coming out in 2022 will actually be a better thing because now we have a lot to look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. As you said, uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> Kicking the year date. off right, baby. I uh, got Pokemon Arceus coming out early next year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Splatoon 3. That's already dated for 2022. We now got Breath of the Wild and uh, God of War. Yeah, uh, has yeah. slipped to 2022, but you know it will probably. Lots know, of games going to slip. We got a lot of year left yeah, for games to yeah. slip. I was, I'll probably <laughs> saying uh, the the people over at Sony that they're they're probably really happy about Rethal not coming out this year for, like, oh, for, Horizon. for Horizon. Yeah. Horizon. Yeah. Horizon. I, I have a yeah. feeling we will be hearing about Horizon coming out sometime in November very yeah. soon or something. <laughs> like, hey, it's clear. Let's go. Yeah, and let's I bet go. Halo Infinite's like, all right, let's go. We're yeah. we're coming out too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just like wanted to see when this game was coming out and if switch pro was happening so yeah not yet at least i think yeah the dominoes will start you know falling into place here with these releases but yeah at the on the heels of a a very strange e3 the first e3 post covid but still quite not back to full normalcy it's not really an e3 yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like it's like this weird halfway to e3 like the halfway house e3 it's like what is this you know, Nintendo made it feel more normal with the treehouse. That's at what least. That, yeah, that, that was what I was trying to get at. Games yeah. and just playing games and giving each other crap. Microsoft like. and Nintendo felt the most like traditional, traditional E3. E3. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously the kickoff event with Keeley felt great, even though it was not part of E3. But I mean, there were just some things that happened the past few days that felt like you were just here because someone either forced you to or mm-hmm. you had some obligation to be here, but you really weren't prepared for this and you know maybe we'll see you down the line or something like that uh you know capcom, capcom obviously capcom, capcom has a lot of stuff obviously that we're going to get to see at some point square enix as well you know i mean we did they see. had a lot of event or uh guardians though at least i guess yeah yeah exactly but and it feels like it's coming to you know, switch as well mm-hmm. through a cloud version apparently <laughs> yeah. square enix could have probably well. just done a guardian showcase and yeah put out that Final Fantasy Origins demo and called it called it a day. Yeah, but uh, you know we'll probably talk about this more on like the main podcast. Exactly. Too. It, it, there's there's definitely a sense of like you're saying people having to prepare showcases because that's all there is. There's no show floor. There's nobody going to go in and, and give impressions of their games. So they've got to they got to do something. Yeah, that I guess, is you know. probably the weirdest or biggest missing component from this e3 2021 is just not having the hands-on impressions for ourselves uh, and a lot of stuff shown also didn't necessarily show a lot of gameplay so much as yeah. it showed like footage of the game running in engine mm-hmm. uh and i think that is a, such a key part of e3 is seeing all those gameplay videos seeing all those impressions from all these different outlets and getting a better sense of what these games are really about and yeah to be fair as you said treehouse live kind of like gave the most sampling yeah, of that to, to let people know what these games will actually really be looking like yeah. when you play them, how they're actually going to play. And I do appreciate that. I do appreciate yeah. them, you know, spending so much time. Like every game got like, I felt like 30 minutes like or Metroid more. Like Metroid Dread got like an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Monster Hunter Stories. Like so, just yeah, kept long, going with those. Like 45 yeah, minutes. Like that yeah. Was, yeah. But I mean, very good on them for doing that. Like games – New games absolutely should get that type of mm-hmm. treatment. And even Guardians, it, despite if people don't think it looks good, I think that was the right call to do that much of a show. I think uh, focusing so much on it. 16 showed up, people would have been much more forgiving. 
right. for Square. Yeah. Uh, then it had to spend like 40 minutes on that or something. Yeah. You know, obviously, there isn't always time to do all this. Correct. So yep. they got to they gotta pick what they want to focus and on. And there's going to be more shows throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes doing their own thing now. Same thing with Nintendo. Yep. Uh, we had a direct at the beginning of the year. We've had this one. I would not be surprised if there's a, one more thing before the September. end of the year from Nintendo. Oh, of some kind. main directs? Yeah, yeah main I, I directs could see them being a quarterly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So this is our second quarter. So yeah, we'll, we'll get another one. You know, probably around or after Gamescom, somewhere in that space. September has been a good month, and then for maybe that type one of last stuff. one in yeah. like November, for mm-hmm. sure. Well. Anything else from E3 you wanted to discuss before we wrap it up here? I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. There there, there was a lot of stuff there, obviously. Uh, to just want to do a straight rundown, going through everything. Wanted to cover the stuff we were most interested or impressed with. But uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good showing for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I was just like... I- I will just say, like, I need, I wanted way more Breath of the Wild yeah. stuff, and they didn't give it to me, and, yeah. like, I just dread that it might be a long wait again for the next morsel of information, and this is, like, something that Zelda veterans are just, at this oh point, my should God, be used just, to. Like, yeah. this, this is how it Business goes. As usual. This is how it goes. But you know what? This also might mean that it will be at next E3, we might get an to amazing booth next year yeah, and dude. that booth experience and like all of us are back at e3 oh, and we yeah, got those God, appointments so that's something i can look forward to and hope for for, mm-hmm. for next year is uh, that big e3 2022 blowout for breath of the wild sequel potentially yep but yeah um uh, there were no there was no q a for this episode uh i i just felt like this was going to be a pretty three, That would have been too weird. It's E3, and baby. It's like what well, you would have put your, your – I would have had your, to make the post say, I have done stuff like this before, but yeah. I, we've had some people who, like, you know, we don't want to give some people a little bit of a – like, I didn't want to have any, feel like it was unfair to some of our patrons by giving such a short lead time for yeah. for something. Like, hey, it's happening today, so save your questions till after in this small window. It just didn't seem like right. So uh, if you really do have a burning question, though, if you're $5 and a patron, uh, I'll make a post calling for submissions for every, almost every next other time, episode. Yeah. So next time, if you had a question about something E3-related, feel free to submit it next time, and maybe we'll get around to it. We also have some shout-outs mm-hmm. for the Ooh. month of June 2021. So we have some shout-outs for Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Edsgar Soma Spider, So What, Esdokal, Nick, Blue, Jesse Blue. Shout-out. Well, E3, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, I was like, we so gotta play demos. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we play. We're, gonna, we're getting ready to go play some demos, and uh, we got a marathon coming up this Friday. Uh, so you're probably watching this. It's probably Wednesday or sometime after Wednesday. Yeah, we still got a, our official return to the studio marathon stream we're gonna be doing, and uh, yeah, I, I I did make post uh, calling for uh, stream team submissions. Uh, so please get those in if you haven't. If it's, you're watching this Wednesday, this is your last day to get them in because we're gonna be making that poll uh, tonight. Uh, Wednesday that will be Wednesday night. I'll be making that poll, and uh, you'll be able to vote on those. That's part of the uh, selection squad, our fifteen dollar and up tier. So. Don't miss out on that. The first time we're all back in the studio, we're all playing games together. You get to pick. That's not how stream team is. Stream team is just 
two or three of us together playing <laughs> a game. This is the eight of us playing a game together, and you get to pick one of them. Like old times. So don't miss out on this one. This is the one you really want to get on on. So it's your chance. But yeah, thank you, the two of you, for. Uh, for oh, my dude. Talk about Zelda. Sharing anytime. your enthusiasm for yeah. Metroid and Zelda. Um, man, I feel like. Man, I feel like we have talked about so much, but uh, I like keeping these short because, as I said, I'm very worn out. So until next time, everybody, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Thank you.